Corey has been abducted by aliens and the aliens have not only switched her out with a brain that not only shows up on time, but also shows up early. So we're doing the podcast on Monday. Hello, alien Corey. Welcome. <laughs> nice of you to show up so early. I think we were so it's not that I am overly productive because I'm not. Uh, we are doing a family cookout today, and I said, "Hey, girl, you want yes, to yes, be behind? You know what? You know what? I got to call you on something. I went to a sheet specifically yesterday because you did. Told you, me did you read the article? Uh-uh. It's not every. No, it was on, the, but it was on. What was it? It's not every type of gas. It was not any gas. Yeah, I don't. You know. have to go in and pay in cash, which I'd rather die. It was four fifty eight for you, me to stand did at you the read pump. The article? No, I saw the street sign. It said three ninety nine, and I was trappled with an empty there tank when I got it. <laughs> After waiting for, for probably somebody who's also schnuckled. I only disperse the information. It's up to you to read it. Sorry, fact checking never met him. <laughs> well. Welcome to the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. Heather, if someone is just tuning in for the very, very, very first time, what are they in for? You are in for an odd experience today because technically this goes up late on a Tuesday, maybe a Wednesday. However, it is a Monday and that's because Corey wants to pay sheets four fifty eight a gallon in gas. That's it. What we typically cover at the speed of light and sound is marketing tips and tricks for your home business bakery. Now, if you are a brick and mortar, do you have to turn this off? No. Should you? Maybe. No, it can pertain to your brick and mortar. It's all about marketing. Save yourself now. You've been warned. <laughs> I'd only say turn it off if you don't like the sound of our voices. But other than that, turn it off. Everyone turns it off. <laughs> the lowest <laughs> listen to episode of <laughs> The marketing principles are for if you're just thinking about it, if you're a home-based baker, or if you're a brick or mortar. And if that is your goal, a brick then... brick or mortar, not both. Not a brick <laughs> and mortar. Have a brick or mortar. <laughs> what is mortar? I think it's the crevice <laughs> stuff. I thought that was cock. <laughs> I think it's in rather... <laughs> Delta, let me see. What is mortar? What is mortar? That is reminds it mortar? me of like the, mortar. you know, that where the little. It is the squeaks, the squeaks between the bricks. <laughs> you need to be a brick and mortar, a brick or mortar. <laughs> You're going to have a one rough foundation result. if you choose one or the other. And now we're going back to the foundation. Quick <laughs> this all ask Yeah, I got it. Well, Heather, tell them the topic that we have today because I think it's going to apply to many, many, many people. That is a great one. You just mentioned the topic when you walked through that door, and suddenly it has escaped me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so crazy since you thought of the topic. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about is a lot of times people come into the sugar cookie marketing group, and they say, hey, I have this customer. They're unhappy with so-and-so. What do I say? And what we want to help you with today is working the problem backwards. Um, because like, what you like might want to say... It's and, like literally on the back of his body. Isn't that contorted? They cannot see that. They, yeah, they, his arm is on there. the back of his body. He is itch, itching a spot I don't think any cat should be able to get to. Okay, we're going back to the podcast. <laughs> Listen podcast. to the topic. Uh, oftentimes what you want to say and what you should say are different. Um, but instead of coming to the group and saying, what should I say in this situation? What if we help you work it back from the outcome that you want? So in an outcome, say if someone says your cookies were a little too dry, you can, you can have the, what did you just say to me? <laughs> you can want to prove them wrong and you want, you can, that could totally get it from outcome. your trash can that and you bring want. it back to my front door. <laughs> yeah. Or you could say, Hey, I want to have, I, I don't want to have a bad review. So it's really taking Working that with the end in mind. Yes. 
Yeah, there you go. Now I remember. Yeah, I was working with Tandemar. It was so hard to talk through you being crazy. <laughs> so crazy. I had no what? idea. You talk about the podcast <laughs> topic. So I agree with what Corey says. Oftentimes, you are the most vested person in your business. Uh, great and bad feature all packaged into one with a nice little business bow on top. As such, you kind of get blinded as to the ultimate goal of what your transaction or correspondence should be. So we all, it's easy to get pretty defensive, right? I suffer from it a lot. When somebody says, hey, I don't like what you did, you'd be like, you don't like me as a person? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I just didn't like this one thing you did. You as a person. If I, what did you just say to me? And it's just defenses up, guards up, and then you're slapping your computer keyboard a few times, writing an irate email that is not going to benefit you long term. So my first tip, which Corey and I said we're supposed to write down these lists instead of just pull them out of our bum heinies. But my first tip is wait 24 hours. True. If you say, well, the person is asking for an acknowledgement, acknowledge your email and tell them you'll write back in 24 hours. You can do that. Thank you so much. I received your email. Give me a day to get back to you. You can give yourself some space. And that applies both to business and relationships. If you are heated, you need to, I just finished a book, Healing the Angry Brain. I don't think I'm an angry person. I think I'm an angsty person. But his number one tip was as soon as you get upset, give yourself some space. And that's very hard to do. It's very hard to do. A lot of people are like, no, I gotta, gotta come to my defense right now. Mm -hmm. And you can't, no one's saying you can't defend yourself, but give yourself some space to do a couple things. Put yourself in their shoes. I think that's a... Their shoes are smelly. Yeah. <laughs> their shoes, they're small. <laughs> and what you can do is put yourself... You can go through, like, what led to this? I, I hate to say that. I downloaded TikTok because my twin sister and my older sister, my little sister, have challenged this all into a TikTok challenge. Whoever loses and doesn't post today has to buy them all something from Sephora, and my budget just can't handle it. Mm-hmm. I'll be filming my big toe. I actually just filmed it outside. <laughs> uh, that said, a guy on TikTok says, when you look at problems with you versus me approach, you've already lost because nothing will get accomplished. Because now if, if I'm arguing with Corey and I'm like, well, you're wrong. Well, she has to defend herself. I just said she was yeah. wrong. And she's like, no, I'm right. You're wrong. But if we can look at it, me and you versus the problem, Corey and I are now on the same side. We may not agree with how to get to the resolution, but we're fighting together, together to come up with a solution that benefits both parties. Right. And Will you always win 100%? No, but that's not necessarily the goal. The goal is to mitigate further loss. And the way you can do that is usually through compromise. If Corey could get a 40% win and I walk away with a 60% win, well, technically we both won mm. and nobody no, lost. I'm not happy. If I got a 70% win, Corey got a 30% win. Uh, so I really like working with the end in mind. So what you're going to say is you're going to be like, whoa, that hurt my feelings. I don't like this. I don't like the feeling. But those feelings are your little internal mechanism saying, hey, hey, slow up. Let's think about this. Give yourself some space. So however you need to find to give yourself some space, if somebody is calling you and it's hitting you left when you thought it was going to hit you right, tell them, oh, hey, let me call you back. Somebody just walked up. Is mm-hmm. that a lie? Mm-hmm. It is a safety lie. Yeah. It is a safety strategy. So you say, hey, listen, I'm so sorry. Definitely want to talk to you about this. Can I give you a call back sometime tomorrow? You've bought yourself 24 hours to really give yourself some space and think about it. Are you looking at me? No, I'm trying to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk to you in 24 hours. (laughs) No, that is honestly that Heather and I practice that often. Um, You know, because what we originally want to say to an issue is a lot different what we end up saying because we give it some thought. And what we think about is how do we want this situation to turn out? Mm -hmm. 
if if proving you're right isn't part of the solution, hey, you got to be planning for that. If I send this email right now, what are the possibilities that could happen after this right. email? I got to brag on Corey and probably my tip two. I'm just making up the numbers. Tip 2.5A3 <laughs> is... You know, we had a, a client email us with a just, I mean, let's say the email could be rounded up to a character assassination of yours truly. And I said, well, Corey, that's, I called Corey immediately. Can I write this back to this person? That every point counterpoint. And Corey said, you can, by all means, you can. But what is your goal? You're not going to convince them that they're wrong and you're right. I said, yeah, I know. But and I said, in the email, she says, I found someone cheaper. So because she didn't want to come across as cheap, she needed to say, you didn't do this, this, and this. So Corey said, she's defending her ego, but you're fighting a different battle. You two are fighting battles, just not on the same field. And I said, oh, okay. So at the end of the day, we worked with the end in mind. Because what would my response have garnered me? It would be another one. Yeah, she would have, given one. Yeah, she she would have a, given you another I don't fight. think my feelings could have taken around too. Could have potentially led to a bad review. Right. So what I did, <laughs> I hated it. Thank you so much for the feedback. It'll, moving forward, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And it was like, I said to Corey, but I'll get the bad guys win. I don't think she was a bad guy. I think we were argue, we were fighting each other when we should have been fighting the problem. I think the way the client came out, out about it, whoa, a little brain furt there. <laughs> She's probably right, you idiot. <laughs> Can't even <laughs> <laughs> and I found somebody cheaper who could speak. Um, but yeah, though, my initial gut instinct immediately. So the things I've been trying to study about myself is what causes my heart rate. When you feel your heart rate increasing, know that you're not having the most logical response. You're now having an emotional response. Mm-hmm. Your heart rate, your blood pressure, there's a lot of things moving and your brain isn't one of them. So I'd say give yourself some space. So I thought about it and then I had a bounce buddy. Corey, let me bounce this idea. Oh, my God, type this email. And then Corey's like, yeah, you can. You know, somebody who's like, hey, I, I see where you're coming from, but but maybe it isn't the most logical. What if this, you know, somebody yeah. that has your best interest in mind but isn't just a yes man to everything you want to do. I like that. And then give yourself some space. Now, I dealt with that client immediately because I had acknowledged that Corey was right and I was wrong. Yeah. And I didn't <laughs> want to deal with it anymore. But I, there was no emotion in my reply. It was, not. it was perfect. I even read it to Nate later that night. Oh, really? What did yeah. he say? I think he was cooking and he didn't acknowledge you talking. That sounds like an idiot. <laughs> uh, so that so what that year was your two point five exhibit A. Yeah, those are my two points. Right, Pete? What are your points? So the next point I would have to say is when you're gonna come and bring a problem about customers as a cookier to cookiers, you're gonna get a very visceral response because a lot of people are hearing they're they're putting they're remembering something that happened to them and it's not a great feeling someone telling you i don't like what you did gets an emotional response out of people because a lot of people and i know your customers don't understand the work involved with a custom dozen of a wow doll um an lol doll excuse me whatever you're so crazy me yeah a wow doll (laughs) i have no idea which you guys just don't take the order if it ends in the word doll (laughs) the thing is if you bring an issue uh, to cookiers, we are biased as cookiers because we know the time and energy that went into the set that is, you know, on the chopping block right now. Uh, so while I love the group because we provide awesome information in there, when you bring a customer service issue and it's subjective and opinionated, you're going to get one-sided information because 
we want to we want to back you. We we love what you did. We love your set. We know your cookies taste great. I think we want to back ourselves. I think there's a little bit of ourselves in each of those questions, and it hurts our feelings. Yeah. When so you get back. biased responses, mm-hmm. and it really is this echo chamber mm. of maybe not the safest information to use in your business. Unless you thought, what do I want this outcome to be? Do I want to prove myself right to this client and lose them forever? Mm-hmm. Hey, listen to what we got to say. And keep a lot of it in mind that the people telling you no refund, tell them to go away, block them, don't have to deal with the fallout beyond that single word or gift that they posted in the thread. They're not going to be in the community group when that person doesn't recommend Mm -hmm. you. They're not going to be the person, they're not going to be there dealing with the next question you're inevitably going to ask in the group, which is how do I turn off my reviews? I've got people leaving me bad reviews. So before you just take the first response and say, yep, that's what I thought. I'm going to go tell them to get lost and kick dirt. I want you to think of this type of bias. It's called a confirmation bias, which means I am more apt to see things that agree with what I already think is right. It's dangerous because in a confirmation bias, we only seek out the information that confirms that we are right. Mm -hmm. And we dismiss any of the information that is a counterpoint to say that, well, that's wrong. Of course, that's wrong. It's, It's not what was already in my head. When you ask in the cookie group, Hey, how should I handle this? I want you to almost seek out the things that don't agree with you because therein lies the value and you can truly assess, does this person make great points? Is this person coming at it with a perspective I didn't see? Is this person speaking from my blind spot? Yes. Thanks. (laughs) Good, (laughs) writing that down. Um, the, uh, The thing also is in a text which... You know, a lot of times we're reaching these people on Facebook Messenger, via email, some of you guys text your customers. Um, that, the the way that you type is subjective to the person reading it. What do I do? And I know we talked about this on a podcast. Lot of fluff. <laughs> yeah, I tell Corey when her blessed ex-husband sends her a text, she'll be like, can you believe he said this? How? And I'm like, no, no, you can only read it with stagnant emotion. Reading it with stagnant. So the the customer said, hey, I just want to bring this up to your point. The cookies were a little hard. I love the design. The cookies were a little hard, but the design was okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, so you got to say, hey, the cookies were a little hard, but I love the design. If you read neither in either direction, you'll get the essence of what the person's saying. But you also need to keep in mind that whatever you respond to the customer with, they can also mm. read it with a bias to it. So I almost, and I know people will say like, well, you're showing your underbelly here, but I almost come in at more understanding than I should be because I want to make sure that they've been understood. Like, hey, thank you so much for the feedback. Of course, I'm implying a lot of that. They're going to read it a certain way, but I want to make sure that whatever I start with doesn't elude that I'm angry, Yes, which is, you know, frankly, very hard to convey. Thank you for your feedback. When you said that to the lady, <laughs> thanks for the feedback. Thank you for the feedback. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that client was ready. I think she was putting, you know, powdering her hands, putting on her fighting gloves. Yeah. And then when I kind of came back, like, thank you for the feedback. Here's our next steps. I even used this stupid explanation point. I didn't think point. she responded to you. <laughs> no, no, I worked with another person yeah. to uh, get their account taken care of. But It's just that, like, understanding that it can be taken out of context. So stay so far to the right um, that people can't take it wrong. And this principle can be used in your business, but also in your personal life. I use it with my son and my husband all the time. What is the thing that I want to get out of the situation? So my husband loves to leave this pan on the oven. 
Every morning he makes eggs. Every morning when I come downstairs, the pan is out. Sounds like a neat thing to do. It is a very neat thing to do. He's a, he's a creature of habit. <laughs> but I like when the kitchen is absolutely spotless, when I've cleaned We've everything We've seen the up. tent that you cover your kitchen. <laughs> <neighbor>. <laughs> yeah. So one day he did put that the pan away. So what I could have said the day before when he didn't put the pan away is like, what's up? Do you just want me to clean constantly? Like, why is the pan still out? You always are having to take the pan out at the end of the night. Doesn't that clue you in that I don't want the pan sitting out? Wow, I said that some I didn't say that. That's some tood in there. But he put the pan away once. So I said, wow, thank you so much for putting the pan away. I really appreciate it. Now the pan's away. Because I didn't make it a fight where then he had to feel like he had to justify himself. Well, I'm constantly making this. You leave this out. You leave this out. One of the most important books that I'd say we both have read, mm-hmm. if you look at the way Corey and I write to client communication or, or whatever, um, and you're like, well, I really like that. Corey and I did not think of it. Mm-hmm. Dale Carnegie did in the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It is one of the best books I've ever, actually that one, I, re- I read with my eyeballs. Yeah, I didn't read just it listen multiple to multiple times. Yeah, and it is one of the most fantastic aspects of really understanding what people need from you in order to consider you their friend. Yeah. Once you can master that, one, your relationships are going to be a ton easier. You're going to stop feeling like everything's so confusing. You're going to have a, I don't want to say method of attack, but you're going to have a method of attack even when a client is unhappy, which is, hey, thank you so much for that feedback. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. It does make me a better person. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would recommend um, if you're going to work with the end. So it all, co- all comes back to the statement Corey led with is work with the end in mind. What is the ultimate goal? To win this small fight and prove my worth to this person in an email or to make sure that this client is rolled off correctly, that they're, that I can make amends. Now, another tip. 32.76. Okay. It hurts when somebody is unhappy because the refund hits your pocket. But if that refund money came from a refund budget that you sourced from other people's money, it's going to hurt you a little less. And then you can run for the refund. Yeah. I know. People are like, no, no, don't refund it. Don't re-. Okay. When you're standing in that target line, the customer service on your refunding, you want a refund? You tell me what target and you says sorry now. You do not want to prove to Target why you want a refund. <laughs> no. Why? Yeah, I, I break into it. I, I would break into it. Kohl's, yeah, never been to Kohl's, needed to return something from Amazon. <laughs> and the lady's like, hello. I'm like, I have a white rock bar. Please let me get my money back. She's like, okay. Yeah, we don't really need to know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Every, every single customer, when they order from me, this is what I say to them, but I'm also saying it to myself. If for whatever reason you are not 100% satisfied with the cookies, keep the cookies and I'll refund you every penny. Because do you know what? how comfortable that do you makes know? your client? That's what I want. It hear. puts you and your client on the same side. We're both at risk, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, and well, you just mitigated any risk from the client. Yeah, and the I client said, "Well, I, I mean, well, it's a, it's a money back guarantee." I know people ask me this sometimes. I've met, well, if you guys have Harris Teeters, they're like a grocery store here. I don't know why the name is so long. Why don't we get Piggly Wiggly? Why don't we get Harris Teeter? Piggly Wigglies are down south. I wish we had a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I know we got all these in Lidl's. Yeah. Littles? Lidl's? Lidl. Lidl? I don't know. Anyways, at Harris Teeter, years ago, we used to live near one. I was having a little strawberry craving. You know how those hit. Went, got me a little box of straws, 
took them home only to see that they all were covered in that fluffy angel hair mold. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, look at it before you picked it up to they go. They like the bottom guy. No. You know? They I'm do not put that little, little, little nappy keone. The nappy keone was soaking yeah, up some mold. So I, like no skin on my back. I was like r- literally down the street. But I went back in. I said, hey, I bought these like two seconds ago. I was having a crying And I was wondering if I could exchange them. And they're like, oh yeah, you can go get another one, but we're also going to give you your money back. We have a 200% uh, return policy on fruit. What? What did you feel? Well, you must. I feel like I was robbing from them. I'm like, (laughs) I'd never heard of it um, before. But uh, another business owner I met, he was in the service industry, uh, made made cleaning. Yeah, he had a 200 percent return policy. What what a comfort to buy! Oh my goodness, how out how comfortable. What if everything had a 200% return policy? Well, you're like, well, people are going to abuse it. You know, no, no, he's getting rid of you. Unfortunately, you know how many people have taken me up on the 100% money back guarantee? Zero. <laughs> yeah, you know what? When I pulled, you know I like me some polls, guys. You know when I pulled the group yeah. and I asked how many people had refunded? And the number one primary cause was refunding due to COVID. Yeah. And outside of COVID-related refunds, people, the average of the group, which I think we had 1,000 respond, respondents. Yes. Respondents? Responders, pollers, pollers, yeah. poll answers, police, police. <laughs> that point uh, five uh, yeah. of an order. I don't think half people order. are out to steal your money. I think they want the cookies and they want a good experience with you. And they and these aren't the cheapest things, so they want that that luxury experience. And if the cookies are a little hard, hey. I'm not going to ask you to prove it to me. I'm not going to make you prove your return at Target. Right. But there's so many different perspectives. But, okay, even if you did refund them, what if you refund them from a budget of a bunch of other people who paid you? That's why we call no. it the oopsie fund. The oopsie fund. And you can create an oopsie fund by charging people an additional quarter or an additional dollar. Um, and then when that one person, if you said you've been doing this for years and you've had zero people ask for a refund, when that one person, you're going to have the oopsie budget Ready for three refunds. Yeah, I'll be able to give them their money back without feeling a loss. Right. Uh, and I think it removes a lot of the angst, the anxiety, because cause to face loss, you're lo- you're facing loss because you're actually giving them your money. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, that's my budget. That's my oopsie budget. Like I use YNAB in my personal life. Uh, to kind of budget when something's in a in a line item, that's that's free money that was allocated. You are not, I'm not saving. I'm not even trying to shop the sales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, charge it. Um, so when you allocate money towards that, instead of looking at it like it's coming straight from my bank account and off my kid's table, no, that's from that budget that's been funded. If you use YNAB, if you haven't been be taught a Facebook Live about it, but you can say, hey, that's coming from my OC budget. It's already ready to go. I'll um, what do you call it? Refill it mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. Really nice. So, anything else to wrap that up, twin two? Um, I just, I hope it helps you. I know you're going to run to the sugar cookie marketing group, and that's what it's for to ask for the opinions of people. But I want you to come to those responses, and I want you to gather the information and then wait. That no one needs a response two seconds after they send an email. So let's recap. Wait twenty four hours. Be uh. Cognizant of the confirmation bias. Have an oopsie budget. Talk it out to somebody. Have a bounce board, buddy. Uh, you said read it with no emotion. Yeah. And then find uh, fight you two against the problem, not you two against each other. And have that. Did you say oopsie fund? Yeah, but yeah. you'd say it again. Oopsie fund. Man. Oopsie fund. Yeah. Take a lesson from Harris Teeter. 200% back made me think. If, if I was going to think, to myself later. Well, I want strawberries again. I'm having this weird strawberry hit craving. 
I'm not going to go to Harris Teeter because of my experience last time. Because they gave me not only 100% back, no questions asked, they gave me 200% back. Even if I wasn't going to go back to Harris Teeter, I'd almost would because what I I don't I don't have any risk. Um, in fact, I have a reward yeah. if it didn't work out. Absolutely. And I don't think people are going there to like search out the moldy strawberries. <laughs> get them. <laughs> go get out the strawberries. strawberries. <laughs> on Harris Teeter. How did you become a millionaire? It's funny. Have you ever been on Harris Teeter before? <laughs> Let me tell you about this random customer experience I had this week. I had an order for Fourth of July cookies, and I said, you know what? I'm going to use my time wisely. I'm going to make them a little bit early, bag them and tag them, and then I'll just have the rest of the week will be easy. At 5 in the morning, one morning, some lady sent me an Instagram message and said, I'm desperate. My baker canceled on me last night, but I need 4th of July cookies, and I leave for the vacation today. I was like, oh, But I said, I had already made the 4th of July Ah. cookies. So I said, wow, you're one lucky lady. I said, I can do a dozen. And she was like, that would be so great. Yeah, this was supposed to be my announcing that she was pregnant. Oh, I was like, oh, but none of these say anything about pregnancy. Red, white, blue. <laughs> so she said, well, I said, can we put some words on a few? I said, but I have this dehydrator. We can get them dried in time. And she's like, that would be amazing. So we did red, white, and dew. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> My little firecrackers on the way. Cute. And then her name on a few. And she was like, I know it's going to cost me because you are squeezing me in. How much is it? I said, you know what? I would hate to be pregnant and looking for a cookie baker. I would baker hate to be pregnant. Amen. <laughs> I would hate to be pregnant looking for a cookie baker at 5 in the morning. Whatever you were going to pay your baker, just pay me well, that. That's nice of you. Guess what she gave me? I don't know. She gave me a $40 tip. <gasps> oh, that was nice. That's more than the recipe you returned. Yeah, what about <laughs> did she know? She I, I messaged her. I said, you way severely overpaid for these. She said, you got me out of a bind. I so appreciate it. That's nice. I'm telling you a little mental question I asked myself. This is irrelevant to your story. But kind of with the whole concept of why couldn't she just go to Walmart and get a cake? Here's the thing. Here's what it was. <laughs> Motorcycles, right? I haven't had one since we started Sugar Cookie Marketing Group, so I may not even be able to ride. You guys have no do- no clue. But I was uh, reading about these things called guardian bells or gremlin bells, right? So somebody, you can't buy one for yourself. You have to be gifted it, and you have to put it on the lowest point of your motorcycle. Concept being that while you're riding, gremlins are constantly trying to knock your bike over. So when they hear the bell, it wards them off. So, so this is like superstition. Well, some guy had found one on the side of the road and was like, where's the guy? And they're like, the gremlins took him. So it's like this cool, like, you know, cute little bike thing. They all wave at each other anyways. Okay. And I was like, oh, you know, I should get one for Don or whatever. Don't worry. He messed up later that day. I felt like buying them anyway. <laughs> but when I went to Etsy, every gremlin bell was told off. Okay. Okay. Well, that's not. Oh, that's not expensive enough to be a quality gift. Like it had to be, it had to be more expensive for it to be kind of like worth giving as a gift, which I know sounds so crazy. Like substantial. Right. And so cookies, sugar cookies, custom decorated sugar cookies, that's what people are giving. They say, I want to give a quality gift. I don't know what to buy them. I don't want to just show up with a gift card. Oreos. Um, yeah, and I don't want to show up with Oreos. And I think a lot of us are like, hey, we're pricing this because it's we got to be affordable. No, that lady wanted to announce her yeah. pregnancy using sugar cookies. She didn't want to go get blue stuffed Oreos, you know. Right. That, that wasn't her goal. Yeah. Anyway, just keep that on. Yeah, right. just some, some, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. some. Okay, going over to group stuff. We've got a lot of people asking about your little Christmas collab. I haven't Christmas seen nothing. Christmas collab, let me send it to you <laughs> in a minute. It's July 4th. July is a month long. <laughs> <laughs> so there's 
supposed to be a cookie collab yet to see Corey ever come up with it. I'm going to pull up the uh, serenade. I'm going to pull up the group (laughs) Facebook lives that are coming up. Actually, Who wants to do the cookie collab? Let me just ask that. Post in the group. Okay, this is Corey's way of trying to get out of it. Cookie collab. Like two people. I'm going to still do Christmas in July regardless. Okay, keep talking. Gotta, um, keep I want to see. There's a Facebook Live submitted. Uh, Amy submitting one for Designing in Canva Pro. I'll be adding that. Jessica Wolf is teaching another one on baking and decorating stencils 101 using an airbrush. She did the whole Zola account. She set it up for us in the, the live. crazy. The girl's crazy. Uh, Ananda Jenkins is doing Procreate. So we got a lot of awesome lives coming up. Now I have some still on the calendar. Pulling that up, we have how to set up and market a cookie camper. That cookie camper is so cute with Mackenzie Tolan. That is July 14th and July 25th. It's Christmas in July. Gingerbread houses with Heather. Not to be confused with Corey's collab that hasn't been posted. Oh, you know what? I went to log into the Susan Reed Instagram account and they banned it for violating policy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. so you can't even get access uh, it? Susie's gone. Someone, you guys reported it. <laughs> the guy behind Susan Reed was Gosh, like, Gosh darn no. it. So, moving on with group stuff, um, do we have anything else to add? I did Facebook Live. Let me cover the ones we impromptu Facebook Live, the three by three by three challenge explained. Corey, put your phone down. We're on a podcast. Yeah. What? In th- I can't do it by myself. Me? You're looking at me for reassurance while you read? Yeah. I was trying to <laughs> jump in, but you're done scrolling on TV talking. Okay, talk to, let's talk about the three by three by three challenge okay. for people in Radioland. Three by three by three challenge, it sounds like a big math problem, and it's not. Heather demystified it in her Facebook Live, but it's a way to, right now, Instagram is really hard to get reach. It's really hard to get followers. Um, So it's not just posting anymore and saying a prayer. It's actually delving into other people's accounts, investing in them, and they will invest back into you. And the challenge is a three by three by three challenge where you comment on three people's things, like three people's posts. Heather explains it in the live, but it's um, a way to jumpstart growth. Uh, If you are lost on the app, I would tune into Heather's live. Um, She goes over a little bit of the hashtags, a little bit of the accounts that you need to do this with, and like really breaks it down so it's easy to digest. And it's really good if you're, hey, if you're not ready for the cookie college, but you really want to challenge yourself and grow during these slower months, this is the thing for you. Really overcompensated there for being on your phone. That was really good. Yeah, you jumped right. That was really, really good. You done really told my whole life through that. (laughs) I was, I tuned into (laughs) it. Okay, moving into voicemails. I saved this one from last time. I figured it'd be a good upper. Upper. Um, Not a dumber. (laughs) Hello, this is Devin from Sister Bakery in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I don't really have a question. Um, I just wanted to share some motivational advice. So I am a speech therapist by day, cookier by night, mom of three always. Um, I'm also over-caffeinated and underfed right now, so my thoughts may be a little all over the place. But a mantra that I've been using lately, and of course it comes from the guru Elon Musk, it says, if you give yourself 30 days to clean your home, it will take you 30 days. But if you give yourself three hours, it will take you three hours. And at first, I took this literally because some days I like to just sit on the couch, not do anything, and then I realize, oh, crap, my husband is going to be home in 30 minutes. I need to get the house clean before him and the kids get home. And then I clean the house super, super fast, whereas if I had taken all day, I'd probably take it all day. Moral of the story is 
a lot of times with the sugar cookie business, I sometimes feel like I don't have enough time in the day and it takes me a long time to get my goals done. Whereas in reality, if I literally sat down and timed myself doing a task like researching designs or drawing out something or trying out a new recipe, then it really doesn't take much time at all. But I psych myself out in the beginning and it takes me forever to get it done. So I hope that little quote helps a lot of people feel motivated and feel like you can get anything done as long as you set your mind to it, especially with summertime coming up. I feel like a lot of us just kind of put the business on the back burner. Also, I just wanted to note, it was really funny. My husband has been saying, eat the frog lately. And I was like, oh my goodness, I listened to a sugar cookie podcast and they've been talking about that. Insert pause. There's a sugar cookie podcast. So I'm very proud to share the word of the sugar cookies out there. Phoebe is my favorite. I need more Phoebe. If there was a Phoebe Weeby Lemon Squeezy t-shirt from Courtney, I would buy it. Thank you. Have a good day. Well, you heard her, Courtney. Get on. <laughs> what a feel-good, motivational voicemail. Thank you so much, Devin. And tell the husband, you ate all the frogs, and there is a sugar cookie marketing podcast. You want to try to say I, that again? Sugar cookie marketing podcast. Weeby Lemon Squeezy. Phoebe's been extra, extra crazy this week. But I do got to agree with that. If it... Heather loves a list. Heather loves a to-do list, you know, and she gives herself big to-dos. And it's not like she gets mad at herself if she doesn't finish something. It just scootles over to the next day. Or I boot him. You frog. You're not worth my time. <laughs> but it's good to give yourself a time frame, and it's just holding ourselves accountable. Um, I think a lot of us like to be good wishers and be like, I'm going to make a cake, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and we never do. We buy all the supplies, you know, best of intentions, and it never works out because we never give ourselves a solid time frame. Uh-huh. So that's why when Heather did in the Cookie College, we're doing this really real challenge. Um, it's really putting everyone's feet to the fire, and they're really putting, pushing themselves out of a comfort zone. Myself included, Mike? Myself included, too. <laughs> but it's good. I think a lot of us kind of overthink things. Everything has to be perfect. I don't understand trends. How can I get the real? How can I do? Dude, film, like I said, film your big toe. Put it up there. At the end of the day, you can always go back and delete someone us. someone who's been banned for feet topics, I'm going to say don't <laughs> film the big toe. <laughs> Only if somebody pays you for them, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, don't overthink everything. Analysis, per, analysis paralysis. Um, I was listening to this book, Ashley, older sister, recommended called 4,000 Weeks. Because technically you only get probably, and this is in a, all scenarios firing in the good direction, you only get 4,000 weeks on this planet. But too often we live our life as if this ideal version of ourselves is in the future. Yeah. All you're guaranteed is where you sit currently today in the podcast chair. Sweaty. Sweaty. It's, it's very hot in here. <laughs> Um, so oftentimes we kind of plan our lives out of the current enjoyment. Yeah, of them. So because he said, you think you have so much future time. Yeah. So he said, instead of the fear of missing out, it's actually called the joy of missing out because everything you do means that something else is not being done. And it's not a punishment to that thing. It's a reward for the thing that you did choose to do and everything else that didn't get done. Well, you could have been a great experience. However, you're not the experience for me today. Yeah. Um, the worst thing though is if you do nothing because you thought you could do everything. I'd rather you do one thing than do ten things. That's what I tell Arch. I say, Arch, you can't do everything in a day, but you can do one thing. And you can give 100% to that one thing because you're already doing it. Why would you just give it half a percent 
and then be like, well, that was a waste of time. Of course it was a waste of time. You didn't try. <laughs> if you gave 100%, you'd be like, oh, I'm pretty happy with what happened. <laughs> right. And so a lot of people will be like, make these giant to-do lists of all these amazing things. And once they accomplish them all, they'll be in a different place in a different life and everything will be working. But they won't do them because they do not want to fail. And I understand that. I read an article, have no caption, no citation. But read. Like, do you do... Well, I downloaded TikTok again, so apparently that's all I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Before I downloaded TikTok. Um, But the article said that the thing is, people who do something and make a mistake still have the ability to say, I did that, but at least I insert thing you got out of it. People who did nothing made no mistakes. They made no mistakes, but they cannot say they got anything out of it. All they can say is, well, I don't know what I would have gotten out of it. I never did it. That is a great mindset. If you're planning your first pop-up, your first vendor event, your first cookie class, it is okay to try and fail and learn something than it is to not try at all. Yeah, and then if you say, well, I'm trying to plan all three of those, I'm going to challenge you, drop two of those. Drop two of just those. Just do the Focus one. Focus on one and get that, get that checked off the list. Yeah, just do the one. Someone posted in the main group that they took the cookie college, teaching a cookie class, and I read her caption. She said, the twins said classes were a license to print money, and I'm a believer now. I'm so glad I do it. My regret is that I didn't do it sooner. Uh, yeah, so your life is passing you by, kids. End of the podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just get out there and do it. I, I want to stress to people that I, while I do love a to-do list, it's because I it allows me to turn off as soon as I'm done with it. So I only use the concept of right-sizing. You only get 24 hours in the day. Half of them are spent asleep or distracted on TikTok. So the hours that you're left with, did you put something in there? There was this principle in that 4,000 weeks book yeah. where the guy's like, it's known this guy it's kind of like a not scientific but funny that whatever time you allocate towards a thing it will take longer and if you allocate longer time knowing that it will take longer so he's like you can't that's what she was saying on her voice (laughs) yeah so just factor that in is that you have today only you do not have tomorrow and you do not have a year from now so you don't know who that person is going to be or if that to-do list is going to change your lives but i can tell you that whatever you do today will change your life yeah um, but what do you do a year from now? A year from now, I'll be 34. 34. <gasps> My aunt looked at me today, and she was like, when I was your age, I had four kids. And I was like, Aunt Deed, I know who my brain is right now. Are you flying blind now with those four kids? Because <laughs> you had my brain. I learned a few things from the first three. <laughs> the four first three were just little tested. tested All right, what's next? Uh, oh, we skipped over the cookie college. If you want to cover that the, again. You get, you, the, get off your get phone. Them and to you, the cookie All right, the Cookie College is a membership that allows you to access 70 plus courses. The just posted 76. 76, guys. 1776. Oh, yeah, it was all right. So, what was the last four months? What was the last class that you? Well, I just posted the digital downloads. Okay, I accidentally posted in the wrong place. Yeah, someone said I saw what you did there. I said that was a mistake, but I appreciate that my mistakes you guys think is so. We're constantly adding courses to your membership, and your $68 a month gives you access to everything we've made and everything we are going to make as, um, if you're current in your membership. So we did a reviews course, which was fantastic. It gave you insights on what to send in an email, how to respond to reviews, how to ask for reviews, graphics to use to get reviews. Um, we did... Tanya Clowers. If you don't know South Street cookies, 
on TikTok. She has cracked the ticket tock code. Yeah, and I kind of stumbled over that. The ticket tock code. Code. <laughs> she uh, has over 105,000. 107,000. And she taught a class in the Cookie College and she went into extreme depth on how to she film and record. She has a TikTok a t- voice. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> she was really, so I just added that to the membership. You can sign up today. I actually got a great question asked last night. Somebody emailed in, when does my membership start? Does it recur at the first of each month? So if I signed up today, do I miss the first four days? No, no, it, it's every 30 days from when you pay. So if you signed up on July 4th, it'll renew on August 4th. But you can cancel it before then so it doesn't auto-renew and you get 30 days of going back and stealing all the content we've been posting for the yeah. last year year right so it is i gotta say a little brainchild i'm very proud of it there's a lot of people making big splashes in their business there and you got the courses are we have the reviews course how to use linkedin for corporate orders photography staging domain names custom emails uh i asked them what they want to teach them this month and we'll be doing a pre-planning session for cookies which means again Basically, turn. you can go to your membership, cookiecollege.com, log in, and turn on that course each week and start pre-planning. This is actually what I do to start off my week, um, and I know what's coming from a mile away. Awesome. Taxes still hit me left, though. They do. I they still do. have anxiety, and April is, like, on the other <laughs> yeah, side of the calendar. <laughs> I am already panicking. All right, so that takes us to sponsors. Spons. Okay, number one sponsor is Royal Batch, who makes... No, oh, they're number one. Number one. She was our first. <laughs> Bakety Bake is a brand that makes a meringue powder called Royal Batch. Royal Batch is awesome. If you work with meringue powders, it's easy to use. It already has three ingredients already built into it, which is corn syrup, white food coloring, and vanilla extract. So you can save money on buying those things. Um, it's silky smooth. You just I now just follow the uh, directions on the bag, and it's worked very well for me. Uh, it's... A game changer, it's slow to separating. So if you know, if you leave icing in a icing bag, it begins to start the separation process. And mm, different meringue powders, powders to me. yeah, yeah, experiences all the time. Um, different meringue powders have a different separation time. So this is the slowest one to start separating, which is awesome for me because I have the best of intentions and I'll make a batch and like life will happen. I'll be like, okay, I'll have to decorate tomorrow. So you can use code TWINS, T-W-I-N-S, and save 10% at checkout. She just restocked, so jump in on that one. And then it takes us to Eddie. Eddie is awesome. I just saw somebody printed on a pancake. I saw it. <laughs> it's so cute. Uh, Eddie has a lot of features, but then there's also a whole aftermarket Eddie group as well where you can get cool additions to be able to print more effectively in our different shapes and on different products and things like that. Eddie is a direct-to-food printer. Um, we actually made a YouTube video about it. Unfortunately, it is the highest and only watched video on our YouTube. I think Eddie's also running an ad to it for some reason. <laughs> but if you want to watch our Eddie workflow, you can do that by going to searching sugar cookie marketing on YouTube. And then it's, I think, the unboxing. And then yes. I use Photoshop, so I brought a software into Photoshop, and then we pushed it out to the printer. This is before we had Wi-Fi, so now you can do it from Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then we print it on something. Printed. It looked great. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty cool tool. 
Um, definitely, if you want to scale kind of corporate orders, no offense to my corporate people, but you all pick the most boring design, which is always your logo. So, <laughs> um, But you can also use it as a great additive and time saver to things that would maybe require a stencil. Yeah. Sorry, Jessica Wolf Live. But if you don't have an Eddie, you can take Jessica Wolf Live. She loves a cricket. Yeah. And kind of create your own stencils. But I'll say the Eddie, you said it takes you two hours to stencil something. Eddie takes you two seconds. Yeah. For some odd reason, airbrushing, cleaning the airbrush makes you just me break one. poke my eyes out. I just broke one and I had to order a new you gun from. Airbrushes. From Sweet Piccolo. You broke it? I sent her a picture. I said, I'm really struggling to put this back together. And she said, you took out the one thing that's impossible to put back in. <gasps> what was it? It was the spring-loaded, I think it was the Why'd trigger. Why'd you take it off? I just thought to take it, to clean it, there was a clog somewhere in it that I made. So I said, oh, I'll take it apart and clean the whole thing. Never an instruction book she'll ever read. No, I spilled, I spilled <laughs> the brush coloring all over it. It looked like a bloodbath. <laughs> and then take us to our last sponsor. We have castiron.me. If you are looking for an easy, done-for-you website platform, this is the place for you to be. This is, uh, you can get up and running. They'll, one, help you make the website. So you it's truly done for you because they'll do like it for you. Less than an hour. Right. And it will, it's what you need before we get into this busy season. If, let me tell you, people ordering from your Facebook Messenger, even with Facebook having so many issues this past week where people couldn't access their messages, that's not where you want to be. Especially if you have orders coming in and people are getting upset because they're not getting a response from you or you didn't see their messages because it didn't You're going to have to go to the beginning of this podcast and find all the tips not to <laughs> yeah. get that. So definitely check out castiron.me is what you look it up. And then you can really just log in there and you can take payment there. What was the new thing they rolled Sending out? Sending an invoice. Sending an invoice, which everyone wanted for custom orders. So check out. Check out that. Checked it out. Checked it out. Check it, Check it out. Check it out so much that you've gone into the future and come Checked back. Checked it before I wrecked it. Twin trust. Twin trust. Do you have anything of interest, twin? Do I have anything of interest in my twin trust? Um, I did purchase an egg yolk separator. If you make macarons, huh. you only use egg whites. If any, a little bit, supposedly. I've, I've never done it because someone scared me so much. If any of the yolk gets in there, supposedly it will not work. Like your whole batch will be ruined. So you need a good separator. Mm, I got a radar detector. I think it's breaking the law. <laughs> I done already done broke the law. I'm just trying to break the law last. <laughs> I think broke the law and got a radar detector, which is illegal. In one state. And I'll be reporting in one you state. to my husband. Tell him I'll see him if he can catch me first. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I went to court on Wednesday. Oh, this this adorable, probably in her twenty something girl. I noticed that she's like cold or shaking, and I tap her on the shoulder like, "Hey!" And she's in just tears, just streaming down her poor little face. You're gonna have to make this shorter before this starts up. Stop working. My podcast opera doesn't like me. Anyways, the girl. I said, "Hey, it's not a big deal," and the fact that I know everything is about to happen isn't a good sign. I said, "But listen, um, there's some people here who are going to jail today. I doubt you're one of them. What are you in here for? Just a speeding ticket?" And she was like, "A parking ticket? I prepaid." And I said, "Oh, girl, I said you're you're like you're sin pretty." However, when I got up there, they absolutely tore my bum high. And there's going back one. to a trial. Well, the that, the, the Lawyer, I was like, well, that's, I mean, they did lessen the, the ticket, but with prejudice. <laughs> so Heather's taking But then, yeah, well, Raj was like, well, I, you know, I just think it's, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, okay, if I was your daughter, what would you do? He's like, oh, we'd definitely be going back to trial. And I'm like, what could happen? pay him again? I don't think so. I think so. I don't think I so, because he says he'll do it, at, fight it for as long as you want. If I did, I'm working the system the whole way. Also adding in radar detectors, all right. So we're heading off. To go eat. Happy, Happy July 4th. 
Be safe. Sign up for the Cookie College Man because without it, there's no podcast. Buy from the sponsors because without it, it's also no podcast. Watch my reels because without it, I don't have an ego. (laughs) Watch my reels so I can beat Heather and have a bigger (laughs) ego. And have a great Monday to our Canadian hat people. They just had Canadian. Happy Canada. Yeah. The Australians who account for 2% of our audience. Happy Happy Australia Day. Day. Every day is Australia Day. (laughs) (laughs) Rocky.